0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Analyst Angle. I'm Shelley Kramer, Managing Director and Principal Analyst here at the Cube Research. I'm joined today by my friend and colleague and frequent collaborator Zias Karavala. Zias, welcome. It's great to see you. Oh, thanks, Shelley.
1: It's uh, it's a pleasure to see you as well.
0: And, you know, I know that you uh, just landed in Vegas, ready to head over to the Expo Center and check out CES. And uh, I am not there this year, so I'll be counting on you for all the news.
1: Yeah, and you can tell by the awesome you know, hotel-type curtains behind me where, you know, that I'm in some kind of Vegas hotel.
0: <laughs> they are pretty attractive. So today, we thought we would jump on real quick to talk about the battle of network giants that we see underway with news that came out last night. HPE made a bid to acquire Juniper Networks, and um, this really sets the stage for sort of a networking supremacy battle, pitting HPE, Aruba, and Cisco Systems against one another. I know that you have thoughts on this, Zias. What were your What was your initial reaction when you saw that news?
1: Yeah, well, the news wasn't that they made the bid; that it's a bid is likely to come. I suppose if yeah. you read the technical nuances, of the Wall Street Journal article, um, uh, I, you know, it's an it's an interesting uh, acquisition if if it actually happens. Uh, and you know, when we talk about networking giants, let's be real: there's only one networking giant, right? Cisco. Cisco's revenue, enterprise networking revenue, according to Gartner, is about 27 billion. And no one else is even close to that. In fact, if you combine HPE's networking revenue and Juniper's, you combine, um, uh, I I put it in my SiliconANGLE post, but it's the the two together would have almost 6 billion, which would put them at number three behind Huawei, uh, but still a distant, distant mind Cisco. But I do think in networking, especially when you're dealing with large global companies, scale and size do matter. Now, this is only the networking portion. HPE of course has the rest of the HPE portfolio right there. Um right. you know, they're a 30 billion dollar company and uh so they're about half a Cisco size in total revenue, but much of that does from come from storage, servers, services things like that. So, um it's um I do think the um one of the the shifts in the industry though that's happened is the world has moved away from a compute centric kind of IT architecture to one that's network centric. And part of that is because uh, the network has become essential to really all experiences, right? So if we wanna use compute, we use the cloud. If we wanna, you know, we use mobile devices, we connect things, you know, with IOT devices and they're all network centric, right? So the network plays a really important role in both customer and employee experience and so If you're a company like HPE and you've, you've really tried to be the, one of the premier IT solution companies, you do need to have a robust network portfolio. Now what's confusing me about this is they have a robust networking portfolio. The, um, their intelligent edge portfolio is made up of, uh, some servers and storage, some edge compute devices, but largely. From a bunch of network products right well they acquired aruba uh, they acquired h3c they acquired silver peak and they put together a fairly nice network portfolio they spent a lot of money and time investing in aruba central which is their management console they've taken what was largely an on-prem solution moved that to the cloud made a cloud native they've been building ai features into it and so this isn't an acquisition for technical capabilities i mean it is to some degree because juniper's right. got a very good ai platform but i think it's more about market consolidation and i've never been a big fan of acquiring for market consolidation because by the time you get through all the uh product integration issues and you know trying to bring the portfolios together and how do you bring the channels together your one plus one which was supposed to equal three now equals 1.5 and if right. you know, remember hp bought you know, compact back in the day to do something similar, and they didn't really get the results. So
0: That's, that I seems might, like that seems like forever ago, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and so I, I understand the rationale behind it to create a bigger networking company, but I'm I'm not sure they needed it. the The crown jewel of it, though, is Mist, right? Absolutely. The AI, the AI platform from Juniper, but again, that raises some questions as to what does Aruba do with Central. Right, because right. they themselves, and I do think uh, Mist is ahead of. In fact, I think Mist is really the market leader here in AI ops. As I agree. Far as um, I agree. It's very impressive. Of, yeah, yeah. But that alone worth $12 million, 13 billion dollars, right? So that that would be the question. If if that's what they're acquiring it for, they're spending an awful lot of money to get a really big portfolio but they only want one little piece of.
0: One little piece of, yeah. And it, it is really, I mean, I think the conversations that I have have been all about the integration part of this and the synergies part of this and the differences in the product portfolios. And there are, there's so many similarities, you know, and there's challenges and differences in the company's respective channel programs. And so I've seen some channel partners quoted as saying they're very bullish on this and they see great opportunities for them and HPE channel partners, and then I've seen other commentary that this is really, you know, this may bring more challenges than it's worth, which is essentially what you're saying. And I know that you published an article this morning at SiliconANGLE and basically said, you know, this was not, um, you did a great job of outlining the pros and the cons, but that this was not something that you thought was the best move for either company. And I I very much agree.
1: Yeah, if if HP was a cash-rich company and they had a bunch of money sitting in the bank and they didn't know what to do, with it, <laughs> then I think, you can make an argument for it, but the fact that they've only got, they got 3.4 million in cash. I can't imagine they're going to divert all of this to this acquisition. So let's say right. they put 2 billion towards this acquisition. That means they're going to have to raise 11 million in debt and interest rates are pretty high right now. Yeah. And so servicing the debt, we've seen this with lots and lots of other companies, right? Dell EMC you know, whoever, when you buy a company that's that big and you need to raise debt, then you have to, uh, worry about how you pay down that debt, along with, you know, so you have to service the debt plus service your shareholders, and and that sometimes becomes a boat anchor around you, where you can't go do other things that you may want to do down the road, and so I I do, um, uh, in fact, Dave Vellante put that up on Twitter this morning that he 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 was scratching his head trying to understand the yeah. the, the the economics of it, and that right. and that's where I I've, I've really struggled with this. I don't con, con, fundamentally. If you know, I, I do think they get a really good company. I, I think, in fact, since over the last five years, we've seen a lot of um, uh, the top executives from the former Aruba company leave, right? Cure team right. and, and Parthen, folks like that. And they'd be getting a very good technical team from Juniper as well as a good platform, but at what cost? Yeah. Right. And so if they could have picked it up, you know, if Juniper, um, uh, you know, needed to sell and they, they picked it up at a deal, then maybe it would have been okay. The other part of this from a Juniper perspective is this is a company that has spent the better part of the last five years when they acquired Mist, transforming their own company. Right. right? So,
0: Very and, successfully. As they, yes. You know, as a
1: straight a company, the yeah. people have used the analogy, it's like changing the wings on a plane while it's flying. It's not an yeah. easy thing to do. And so they have finally turned that corner where enterprise is now big in the service provider. And so from a shareholder perspective, I get that you always want to take the quick win. But I think if you wait a couple of years and you allow the investment you made in Juniper to grow, you might have a company that's worth a lot more than it is today.
0: Right. Well, and, you know, to touch on that enterprise business, uh, that is now 38 percent of Juniper's revenue. And the company has said they expect to double that in the course of the next three years. So that makes Juniper incredibly attractive. But then going back to the dollars and cents part of this, how is it possible that HPE is able to take on this debt load and be able to turn it around in the space of a handful of years? And that really, I think, is the biggest challenge.
1: Yeah, I I mean, that, you know, ultimately, right you hit the nail on the head there is 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 if they want to acquire the company that you know obviously they're going to i don't think there's going to be any regulatory issues here just because it's yeah um you know number five by number nine and you're still a distant uh, number number three or or two if you're looking at the u.s markets only but the question is is how do they do it in a way that um Uh, that's fiscally responsible. And if you look, Wall Street wasn't exactly bullish on on HPE this morning, right? Their stock was down 9%. So, you know, obviously...
0: Juniper's was up. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, the Juniper (laughs) shareholders are going to like it. Anytime you get a 20% return overnight like that, it's great. So,
0: yeah,
1: uh, but but from an HPE perspective, it could take a long time for them to recoup uh, this investment. Now, if it is transformative in some way, like they're able to take... Mist AIOps platform and run that across the entire, say, HPE portfolio, then that's one thing. But right now, Mist is built for networking, and um, you know we'll see. Um, um, you know we'll we'll, we'll see if they can do something with it. And, and you know this hasn't even been finalized yet, right? So who knows? The right. passage shareholder approval and things like that. So, uh, but it is an interesting thing to speculate on. And and I've I've thought for a long time. There's, you know, we do have a lot of networking vendors, and uh, uh, with you know, with with Arista and uh, Extreme Networks also in, right. in this space, uh, ComScope is another Wi-Fi company. we have got a number of emerging private five G companies, right? So um, VMware is in networking as well, and so the networking space is getting crowded, and so perhaps some consolidation is overdue uh, to get the number of suppliers down. But um, I'm just uh, not sure uh, it's this
0: consolidation.
1: Yeah, it's rare that you see two companies say in the yeah. Gartner magic quadrant leader, you know, in, in that quadrant to actually, you know, merge together, right? It's um, it, it's more likely that um, a bigger company like an HPE would go and get, like what they did with Ethernet, right? They go get a technology like private 5G and they tuck it into their portfolio to get something that has largely complete overlap with your enterprise okay. portfolio is, is, a, is a little surprising.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think that, you know, the big purchase price that, you know, the speculated big number, um, significant product overlap, integration challenges, all of those sort of things. It'll really be interesting to see how this plays out. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, best of luck to both, I guess. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me They're today,
1: yes. I, I will say the portfolios for both are are both very good. Uh, yeah. You know, Aruba was, you know, was was it when it, when they got uh, HPE acquired it. And the good thing they did there was they let Aruba run on its own. And I'd be curious to know if yeah. they actually do this, would they do another one of those reverse mergers where the Juniper leadership team now takes control of Aruba, which at that time took control over the HP networking portfolio, right? So yeah. they, they HP a lot of the stuff that's been written about HPE is they're not a good acquirer. And if you yeah. look at autonomy and things like that, they haven't done a good job. The one they did do a good job on is Aruba because they left them alone. <laughs> and let them <laughs> subsume the rest of the HPE networking. And so um, you wonder if you can do that twice, though.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Time's going to tell. we will tell. Just right. like always. Thanks, CES, mm-hmm. for making time today okay. to hop on. It's been great. Have a good time at CES, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks.